Would you go to a nudist beach? Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? That's what I'm asking you. Okay, the problem is most people are afraid of their bodies, so therefore yes. they don't want to show it off. I don't care. Flub and all, I will go and hang it out. If people don't want to look at it, you know what? Sucks to be you. Well, I'm not saying suggest you go to like your local church nude. <laughs> You'd be surprised. There's a couple of people that would love <laughs> well, to do there's that. Stories. <laughs> there are stories. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. You know what? Gem roll. what we went with too yeah okay i know right i am like okay i'm sorry i'm sorry it's like yeah <laughs> i like my jam roll it's like that roll that you have as a dessert the jam roll it's like a log or Hang something on. do you mean a jam roll yeah like a jam roll something you physically eat like a jam roll oh god seriously <laughs> i'm just gonna go around in circles with this i'm really Where do you am. think i've got jam roll from I know, but I just, I'm trying to, okay, I'm trying to associate it still. I'm still trying to associate it. Associate it with what? It's a jam roll, as in jam, a roll with jam in it. Jam roll uh-huh. was a play on roll jam, uh-huh. which was a play on roll titles. That's where it came. And I wanted to get away from roll titles and come up with our own thing. And that's why I came up with jam roll. So technically, I'm like a rapper. Okay, and I'm going to put a pin on that right there for you. What? That's because, true. Yeah, I, I am sure the listeners will probably agree with me to a certain degree that, yeah, you lost us. Absolutely. But it's okay. As it's you and you feel good about it, I am not going to take that away from My you. My fellow rappers will be with me on this one. <laughs> they will they'll know what I was doing. They'll be turning over and they'll be understanding, right? Yeah, they would yeah. look at that and they go, bars. Wow. Oh, that was buzz. Wow. Okay. Okay, then. Let's go today. <laughs> I'm having my jab done today. Okay. That's cool. So, I I was fine with it. Uh-huh. I was totally fine with having the jab. I had no worry about it. Okay. But all of a sudden, I'm just hearing negative reports after negative reports. Absolutely. After negative reports. It's like, <clears throat> I was fine with it, and then I told my tenant, Christina, and the first thing she said to me mm-hmm. was, oh, two people in Italy died from having the jab. Okay. So, I don't know whether that's true, or whether that's one of those stories that goes around, mm-hmm. but that was the first, and I thought, like, yeah, whatever, I'm having my jab. And then I started hearing, oh, about blood cloth, that people get blood cloth. Yeah. And then after that, then I started hearing about, Allergic reactions, people wow. having heart failure over it. And it, it was just like, why am I all so, of a sudden hearing all these negative stories? Because you've decided to make it public that you're having the jab. So you've opened up yourself to whatever nonsense is going on out there. That's it. That's pure and simple. It. I did not. I, I was fine with it. I was yeah, fine with it. You were fine jab. with it and your conviction should have stayed fine with it. But however, you started to allow... All yes. of the other nonsense that come in. And because yeah. of that, it started to leave you. Me personally, this is the thing for me. I've had my jab. Okay. Yeah. I've had the Pfizer jab. I haven't had the AstraZeneca jab. I had the Pfizer one. And everybody's going to have a natural or different reaction mm-hmm. to anything being alien into your body. Yeah. I am not a, you know, there's always anti-vaxxers coming off. Oh, but you should be the, I don't give a shit what y'all think. Let's just be clear. This is me, my body, and what I choose to do. If you want to make a comment on that, that's all good. You are entitled to their freedom of speech. I will not allow it to influence me in any way, shape, or form. So for you, 
the fact that your tenant, she read something. She's not even there. She doesn't know the fact. She's picked up something from the paper. She's read it and she's made a comment because she thinks it's wrong. And I bet you any money if you ask her if she's going to take the vaccine, she's going to say no. I can guarantee it. And if I don't, and if, she's, if she says, yeah, then my argument is, if you're going to take it, why are they propagandering the bad results or supposedly bad results about it? So her negativity has already come through because she's not going to be the one to take it. So she's just passing that on to you. And you've allowed it to happen. Oh, my God. I'm starting to understand how conspiracy theories are important. <laughs> exactly. I'm just sitting there I'm looking and thinking, flipping it. I just, just came from a casual conversation mm -hmm. that I'm getting a jab. And then you're talking about you don't want anything being stuck into you because it's alien and what reaction and if anyone didn't hear the first part of that subject they would be wondering what the hell you're talking about you see your mind goes off oh some you can talk your tangents. mind is a lot worse than mine i don't know what you're talking about my mind is straightforward normal anyway i'm having the jab mm -hmm. i'm gonna have it i'm gonna have it after this podcast for the okay and I, will, I know I'll be fine. Of course you I will. Have, I know I'll be fine. But because of all these things I'm hearing, I have started to doubt. Oh, my God. Which seriously? is like totally the opposite of me. Normally, I don't listen to all these the things. The naysayers. But for, for all of a sudden, I started to... I'll I tell you what I thought the other day. I was thinking this the other day. What if this was that I took the jab and then not now, but later on, like years later, we find out that it does something to us, you know, and I find that I've taken it. And then I was starting to say, I could refuse to take it and I'll be one of the few people that will survive whatever, okay, <laughs> whatever I'm might happen. Your, I know, it's yeah, completely crazy, yeah, but that's absolutely. what I've been thinking. Yeah, And then in the end, I had to slap myself and say, stop being stupid, Ross. Okay, I'm glad you said that, because if I said that out to you, you're probably just going to take offence at it. But I'm going to say, no, stop being stupid, I Russ. I wouldn't take offence to that. I'll take offence to everything else you say. But I wouldn't take <laughs> offence to that. <laughs> I like that, I like that. Okay, you take offence to everything else I said except that. Okay. Well, you constantly put me down. I don't constantly you put you down. You my fashion sense. I just... <laughs> yeah, I don't constantly put you down. I just have a different opinion of what you believe, and I'm happy to express and that. And you, you do express it in exactly. a way that puts me what down. What sort of friend would I be? I like your jumper, by the way. I like the... So, what, what do you it's a J. This is a gift from my husband. I'll have to take um, a picture of that. So that yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the letter oh, J. Just, just before, if you want to see what we're talking about, go to our Instagram, which is Not Missy Elliot Podcast, <laughs> and then you can see all the wonderful and crazy things that I get Missy to do. <laughs> Because I ain't doing any of it. Wow. <laughs> Don't worry. We still have bets from the very first um, podcast that we did. Which Remember, is... we were going to do parachuting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we I've still have that, that out there. Yeah. So there's lots of stuff that we will, I will get you to Oh, do. yeah, yeah. Well, what's the, the, this is the fun thing that we can do with the podcast and take it further. Mm -hmm. Is that we can start, you know, this is a good excuse to start doing, you know, stuff that we wouldn't normally do. So sure. I think we definitely should. I'm all of that. Because we need subjects to talk about. We can't just keep talking about your lack of fashion sense. Okay, darling, my, please. That is not even know, a conversation. My obsession with nudity. It's just, <laughs> we can't keep bringing that up you see? every single week. Oh, my week. gosh. I can't even believe you went there. But that's not a conversation. My fashion sense is not a conversation. No, no. I'm it joking. Really you, you've but. got a very, very nice, apart from that yellow... Big burst that was a good day. day. It was but so other than much that, shining. You do, oh, sometimes I look at you and I look at you and think, you look good, girl. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, you thank you. Uh, you do Actually, have a good you know what? Like when I walk on the street, the yellow thing. Shit, when I walk on the street, sometimes I and I know women like this, but I also think that certain men should like it as oh, well. I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna pee you off now. Remember my multicolor uh, flannel shirt? Yeah. I wore that the other day. Okay. I was walking, and uh, somebody said that they liked it. Someone came up to me and said they liked the shirt. So, ah, uh, in your face, pal. Well done. I, I beg to differ that person's taste. However, there is another they one like you. They clearly like the shirt. That's okay. There's another they one like you. They clearly like the shirt. So, I am glad that you found a fan club. I really am. Really. Yeah? However, what I was going to say, no, I, this is, it leads on to what I was going to say. Um, sometimes when women walk on the street, they have this, this thing that they should, when they know they look good, that they should be admired and they should be wolf whistled at. And some of you women will take it the wrong way. And some will be like, oh my God, I'm feeling myself today. I look good. I think that reverse should also happen for men. So today... Do you know I the amount of times out. I got wolf whistled? No, and that's, you know something. It depends on how the person zero interprets is the it. To that one. No, no, not zero. I'm sure you will get it. Like, no, but you never got a wolf whistle, but you got somebody that like your style. Yes. Very. Someone came up to me right. and said they like my shirt. So, and that's all that it nice. takes. We as women, and I hate, some women are going to have a go at me for this. They have this expectations that when they spend this amount of money to look good, it should be appreciated. Okay? Fine. Not a problem. However, I think the turnaround should be the same for men. If I see a man walking on the street and I know he's well put together uh -huh. and he just looks, I'm only stopping. I'm like, dude, you're looking fly today. Well, I, Pure I, and simple. I think that's interesting you should say that because I think the culture we're in today, that would be seen as looking at someone as a sexual object. Yes. And I've always had a problem with this. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll probably get rinsed for this as well. And I don't care. This is my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. But it's my opinion. We are sexual beings. That's the whole purpose. The whole purpose of man and woman is attraction. Mm -hmm. uh, or man or man or woman or woman or whichever you, way you want to look at it. But the whole point is that we do things to be attracted yes. by the opposite or same sex, depending yes. on what you're into. Or both. Now, my problem is that we've now, we sort of confuse that with people who are being sexually deviant. Yes. As in that they're just looking at you purely for domineering mm. sexual prowess. Yeah. That's the, the, it's the, a word. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Uh, got it. Uh, rather than understanding that when someone says, oh, you look good, or you look attractive, or you look handsome, pretty, or whatever, that that can be taken as a compliment. Yeah. That doesn't have to be... Take, oh, you're just looking at me as oh, you want to have a set. I've looked at hmm. plenty of girls and guys. I've looked at plenty of girls and guys and looked at them and think they look really good. Or they look like, I've said, you've come and you've dressed really nice. And I think, oh, wow, you look really, really good. I don't want to have sex with you. Mm. Sorry to disappoint you. I'm probably no, it's that fine. You mind, know what? It's okay. I, Absolutely. It's I, I don't fine. want to have sex with you, but you look good. <laughs> I'm happy to say you look good. Right. And I do that when I walk down... The street, and I see someone, especially if they're wearing boots. I don't know what it is about boots. But oh, so that's wearing, one of your fetishes now. I don't you know see, what it is. It's all coming out but now. If I see I'm going a, a little bit with, deeper in that one. But hang on. If I see a girl with <laughs> long boots, yeah, and especially if they're Asian, don't ask me what that is. Uh huh. Okay, but there's something about that that just makes me go, oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and it's gonna... not a. It's not a. It's not a disgusting. I want to dominate no, 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 you no, no, and no, 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 no. take power no. on you. It's just like, oh wow, that does it. For I me. think the issue lies with how the message is delivered. Okay. First of all, I think the issue lies with how the message yeah. is delivered. 
I I am forever giving compliments to male and female. If I see a queen that just looks awesome because she's rocking something that I'm like, oh my God, you look good. Yeah. Um, I will always say that. You know, there's plenty of times and I find that when I do that in this country, they look at me like I'm strange. Okay? Mm. Because I will give out compliments on the train. I'll see a girl rocking her hat and I'm like, wow, that looks hot. I'm like, yeah, I wonder if I could I've do that. I've seen you do that in public. Yeah, I've I, done that. I think that's amazing. You know? I can't do that because I will be perceived or looked at in a different way. But I don't... This is what I'm saying. I think it's how the message is delivered. When you've seen me mm. do it, you've seen me walking next to you and I will just... As a passing, I'll be like, oh my God, that looks so fly. Yeah. But the way I've done it... One, I think the accent kind of gives that little bit so they don't feel threatened. Mm. But also, I'm not standing up and looking them up and down to say, oh, yeah, okay. I'm literally just making a passing comment. And funnily enough, when you do something like that, it brightens that person's day because mm. now they've walked away. Yeah. They're walking in a little I, high and they're like, you know. When someone gives you a compliment, like the guy on my shirt, and the first thing I thought was <laughs> you. You're like, and I thought, yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell Missy. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, but I got yeah, one. You, do, you, you have a spoon you in the do. step because someone said something nice to you. And everyone we likes a compliment. We have forgotten that But I think we've, got, we've so into yeah. this, you know, attacking people because they find you attractive or they find mm. what you're wearing attractive or you look good or whatever that suddenly you become a, a sexual demon. A lot of that is society. A lot of that is there are people out there that does do that so therefore yeah. we're all tarnished with yeah, the well, same well, brush. Hang on a minute. There's very few people that do it. That's the thing that really pees me off about if you go with the media if you go with TV and all of that you would think everyone everywhere is like that. And people are not. Majority of people... Mm. When I go to a party, majority of people just want to have fun. They want to dance. But they want to meet other people and have a good time. To That's be honest it. with you, though, yeah. Ross, it depends on the sort of party or who your circle is. Whilst I know you say it's not a majority of the people, there are other people out there that you don't mix and blend with on a regular. Yeah. So you are only talking about your experience and the crowd that you well, may well, okay. handle, so hang out do with. You, do you think it's fair to say that majority of people don't have criminal intention, predatory intention on other people? I would like to say yes. And the reason why I'll say this um, is... We do not know what happens behind in a person's mind. We don't. We only see what they protrude to us, what they project to us. I don't know. The person I might have met today as I was walking up and I gave a compliment to might be a serial killer. I don't know. I can't judge. Yeah, but that, but that's not the point, is it? It's no, but not no, about it does. What they, what they're, what's in their mind. What I'm saying is that in general, mm. most people are not serial killers. Well, I hope not. Because <laughs> we're, this is what we're I'm surviving. I would very hope well if that is. not. This but is most what I'm people saying. are not. Most people are, are ancestral demons. But because we're, we, in this country, mm. again, if you go in Europe, it's totally flipped. Yeah. But in this country, and I'm assuming America as well, sex has become <laughs> such a negative thing or such a negative subject that people think automatically that that is the the view of the the masses yes it's unfortunate which is, that it's not it's that's unfortunate what, that's, that's my argument thinks, that yeah. it's not most people are decent all right most people yeah most people don't have criminal intent in their mind that's most what I'm okay so i would agree with that to a certain degree like i said most people don't but then it comes back to and i wish i could steer away from that but i can't i'm not most people i can't judge them by that because i don't know them i do not know what's going on in their head it's sometimes we've had this discussion before it could be the slightest thing that will trigger somebody 
the nicest person in the world, something could trigger them and God forbid they've gone out there and done something stupid. Yeah. You know, I, so I don't know. And again, know. I'm separating that because yeah. that's going into a different direction. And I'm talking about just in general. Mm -hmm. Most people are just yeah. want to have a good we time, want to have fun, want to have, a, a, you know, meet people, be friendly, you know, and the way it's portrayed in the media is that you're constantly, like, for example, if, we, if we're going to talk serious now, not that the whole subject wasn't serious, yeah. but mm -hmm. if we're going to talk, like, if you looked at knife crime, and you look at the, the portray of the media in this country mm. when it comes to knife crime, you would think London, mm -hmm. and you'd think young black boys. Mm -hmm. Because that is how it's portrayed in the media. You yeah. would think there's a high percentage of young black boys going around stabbing each other mm. in last year in london alone you looked at probably about 200 stabbings mm. out of that probably 50 to maybe 60 70 were young black boys mm. the rest were white or, or, or different color or different race or whatever you want to say but the way the media portrays it is that you would think that this is a high problem amongst young black boys. When you look at knife crime throughout the UK, you would go and look at like what's happening in Scotland, certain areas in Scotland, even though Scotland has got a really good anti-knife program, which is working mm. really well at the moment. And you go into Newcastle, Manchester and all of that. Suddenly, the result of the young black boys from London is it's very, very small when you compare it to what's happening in the whole of the UK. Mm. But the the problem is that the media and the newspapers portray it and people start to perceive that this but is a, just a problem in Why London. is that a surprise? It's not a surprise, but this is what I'm saying, is that we're so dictated by media that we determine that everyone is the same by what the media is telling exactly, us. Exactly, which is why a lot of people make a lot of their decisions on media, which mm. is why when you listen to it, you get caught up into this whole thing that is real. I choose to disassociate myself from the media and I still go back to what everybody, I keep saying to everybody, if I win the lottery, give me an island where I can separate myself from people and all of this stuff because it's not necessary. We live in a world where people want to sell paper and the only way to sell paper is to propaganda or um, not even, um, it's like idolize or big it up more than it actually is this particular headline because we know when we put it that way people will buy into it they'll become judgmental and all sorts of weird and wonderful things would happen mm. i don't listen to a lot of the media i listen to the news maybe once or twice a week now i rarely get involved because there's always something and there's always um something going on with uh how they want to get this story across it's the same thing around the world you, uh, you idolize the perspective it. of the journalist yes what the journalist wants which to is get one across. person's opinion yeah because i mean i'm gonna throw this in there now and i'm not going to uh, highlight on this but the whole piers morgan and megan situation mm -hmm. he is a journalist and he is supposed to present facts or present Un a story unbiased yeah. and survey. He decided that he didn't believe, so he made his position and thought known, which created so much in the backlog. Now, that's one person. Now, imagine we're dealing with how many different newspapers across the world. Mm. It's the same principle. Yeah. No, I, just I, I, I agree with it. And the one thing that people need to do is come to your own... Yes. Your own conclusion... Yes. Based on facts, not assumptions and hearsays and rumors. Mm -hmm. But people don't. They believe that what they see in the paper is true. Yes. 
and so they go with that and then the back end of it is that some innocent also mm -hmm. who might be totally innocent doesn't get a fair chance because everyone has, thought, has already assumed that they're guilty. We are not living in a society, which, well, especially in media, where you're innocent until proven guilty. Oh, God, no. You're blasted you're, out yeah, immediately. You're guilty until <laughs> you're proven innocent. That's I'm, insane. I'm a big follower of uh, YouTube, as you know. So I follow a people who are into media will know about David Dobrik. I don't know if you know. No idea. But David Dobrik is a really, really popular YouTuber. Okay. Very popular. Everyone liked him. Everyone enjoyed his stuff. He was doing really well. He was getting bigger and bigger. He was creating all these... Mm -hmm. creating an empire and then all of a sudden a story came out that that in one of his videos a girl got sexually assaulted there's a whole build-up towards it right but my whole problem with this is that this was the media one journalist one people wanting to bring this guy down and right just going negative after negative and then you're seeing people just believing what's been presented to them and when you sit back as an adult and you sit back and you're just looking at the facts, there is no, there's nothing to support. So they went after this guy? They've gone after this guy and right now his empire is being torn to pieces. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's guilty or innocent. Mm -hmm. I'm going with what the facts are of what I've seen. And what I've seen so far is nothing to support that this young lad had done anything wrong. Right, okay. Yeah, other than he's typical young lad who you know jokes about sex jokes about all sorts of things you know taboo subjects mm. but does it in a joke and now they're presenting that as oh look that shows that he is right you know x y whatever you want to call him and i'm just sitting there and i'm just going well what are the facts and that's what i want to hear and i keep looking and i'm saying they don't support what you're saying and it's crazy how people just jump of or course. switch because they because listen. of what they've been told yeah. Rather than looking at the facts and going, all right, what are the facts here? Sheep being led. Yeah, and and it's um wow, we've been really we went from being fun to a really heavy subject. The funny yeah. thing is, we have yeah. these conversations because yeah. it then takes a turn because these are real life matters. Yeah, these are things that people are thinking about. They're talking about. They don't actually bring it out in yeah. the open. So it's happened with us. It's what we do, right? Well, it's uh, it's just interesting. My my whole like going back to the whole David subject. It's made me realize how different. Not mm. different. Maybe I'm the same as everyone else because I'm going with what I'm reading. But how I look at things very, very different. I, whenever I hit, no matter whether, let's say it's Nigel Farage, who I totally dislike. But, <laughs> but even so, if someone said something negative, criminal against him, I still want to know what the facts are. I'm still not going to jump yeah. to the conclusion, oh, he's guilty because I dislike him. I'm still going to go, right, what are the facts? What what is the actual things you are telling me, and then I make my decision on that. I I accept that not everyone no is the, like that. Not everybody is like that in this current world and society. Unfortunately, people are led by so many different things, depending on what's going on in their life, to dictate how they mm. think. So it's a thing. I mean, I've been accused that I'm opinionated, and and I'm like, of course I am. Absolutely, I don't deny sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. Can, can we just yes. freeze? Can we just hold on there for a second? <laughs> Okay. When you say I've been accused, I've been accused. Who's accusing you? You'd be who's surprised. Who's not saying you're opinionated? Oh no, no, I have Don't been need accused. To be accused. 
You I are have opinionated. I know I am, but somebody is people have and I wouldn't to have me. you on this podcast if you wasn't. And so tell me <laughs> that yeah, you think you know you're opinionated. You have too many thoughts of your own. I'm like yeah. Is not what the word. Thank you. What's wrong with that? I think a lot of it is not so much of being uh, accused of being opinionated. It's the fact that my confidence is a lot more than most people. I I think you come across. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting on the the, the council chair. As what an extremely confident brass. (laughs) I love it. Domineering. Oh yeah. Um, oh, so you're thinking more. I'm trying to think of the word completely right in what you say. And so in my thought process, I believe I'm right all yes. the time. Okay. I'm going to own all of that. Yeah. I'm actually going to own all of that because I think I do have this um, persona that I know what I'm saying is right. Yes. Um, a and lot I don't, of I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not having a go. I think no, no, that's no. What's it is great about you. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You're not always right. Exactly. Okay. And when um, I'm not right, I yeah. will readily admit that I'm wrong. Exactly. Like you was wrong with my shirt. I wasn't I wrong will, with your shirt. It was oh, a personal you were definitely thing. wrong with my shirt. I think you've got a fan club. Somebody <laughs> now loves your shirt. <laughs> I think I need to put you both in the same club, but hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, nothing you said is nothing wrong with me. Mm. I think it's great. And I think what's really good, because we don't always agree, and no. we have a discussion, and sometimes you might convince me that I'm right, and most times you don't. So, therefore... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That works. That works. But I, I, I'll walk away and just say, oh, we've got a different opinion. That's what makes it interesting. That's yeah, what calls life. I'm not going to go and attack you for having a different opinion on me. I will put my thoughts closer, try and back it up if I can, and then you put your thoughts forward and try and back it up. And then we leave with an idea of whether we think you're still wrong or whether I think you're right. I think Um, the problem with this world is everybody wants to be proven right and they will go to certain lengths, which is not necessary, to prove a point. Yeah. Till sometimes it gets physical it gets violence, or there's violence tendencies, which is not necessary. Here's a trick. This is, I'm trying to install this on my kids. Okay. I'm not doing very well at this, but I'm trying to install it because this is how I dealt with a lot of things when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. If someone says something against me, when I was growing up, there was a lot of, um, you're gay, you're an idiot, you're, mm. you're this, that, and that, you know, kid stuff. That's what yeah. it was. And I always, whenever that happened, I would go, okay then. No, not nowadays. Yeah, no, no. That, that, and I, that's how I used to do it. And yeah. why I did that, I knew it peed off the person that I'm having an argument with. Mm. You know, so if something starts getting really rough and I'm going, oh, this is just going to be a dead end, I'll go, okay, you're right. And then I walk away. And it pees them up so much because there's nowhere for that argument to go. Yes. You know, and what I find is when they know they're wrong, but they're still fighting their right, and I just go, Okay, you're right, and then I walk away. Oh, it's disaster. They go, they go. They, yeah. There's nothing, and it was. Uh, and I remember a friend came up to me and he said one of the things he hates about me is that he can't argue with me because when I decide I've had enough of this argument, I just go, okay, you're right, and there's nothing they can do about it. But nowadays that <laughs> yeah. won't work. So what's the situation with your kids? Really? Because oh, do you think so? No, I don't think it worked for two reasons, and I'll mm. tell you why. It depends on the upbringing of that child mm-hmm. you are old school so you were brought up differently by your parents 
Nowadays, kids are influenced by so many outside oh, yeah, factors. Yeah. And the first thing is to get argumentative when somebody attacks you verbally. Yeah. People, kids get all, all oh my God, and they will have a, a, a slanging match on the playground, right? But now, we had that. Yeah, but then we had that. But then also, our parents, we were far more scared of if our teacher called our parents and said, Russ was doing this on, you were shitting yourself because you're like, damn, my mom's going to whoop my ass. Nowadays, kids don't have that fear. They don't have that fear. They will go full on out. And the way that the culture we're living in now, when you get young kids carrying weapons to school, you know, I went to a, a school recently and they had those um, metal detectors that mm. as the kid walk in, if you carrying something le illegal on you, it's going to be up. So whatever you're trying to instill in your children right now about how they're supposed to deal with something, that's going to be slightly different from when you I'd, were I'd, at I'd school. Think, okay, all right. Um, there, there's loads of things in that to impact. I think generally in an argument, I find that it, where I'm coming from and what I realised when I was young was that it wasn't that important, the argument. And so therefore, if that person wanted to be right, I was happy to go, okay. If someone said you're an idiot, I'll go, okay, mm -hmm. I'm an idiot. I knew I wasn't. So it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, but we're living in a world where everything matters to children. Yeah, we're but focused. that's what I'm trying to install to them, to say to them that it doesn't matter. If someone thinks you're this or that, just go, okay, and walk away. But that's There's the nothing problem. they can do with it. No, no, There's but that's nothing the problem. they can do with it. What, okay, so I'm going to ask a question. If your child or if you're, any of your kids at the moment feel that they are trying to be a part of a, a system and it takes one person to alienate them, then they're always going to feel that they're probably being picked on all the time at school. I don't know what the situation is. I'd, I think with my with my kids, I don't think that's... I, I think if you've met Rhea, uh -huh. Rhea is like you, but a smaller version. Okay. Yeah. So she's um, she doesn't strike me as someone who would let someone... So she'd be the, the dominant yeah, one on the playground very, very that dominant. will literally say, look, I'm not standing for this BS right yeah, now. Yada, yeah, yada, yeah. Yada. She's definitely right. that. Uh, Kai, my youngest one, I don't think he's developed a... I can't, at this time, say what his personality... I think it's still developing. So he might be yeah. the one that if somebody goes at him... He will get upset about it. He will take it to heart. He will not look at it that. No, hang on, I'm, don't I'm worry not about saying it. that at all. I'm no, just no, no, no. I'm just no. I know you yet. don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying yeah. he might be. Yeah. If that's the situation, because he's still developing his strength. But then, his personality. but then, that's where you gather strength in not letting what someone says to you take it to heart. Where you look at someone and go, "All right, if that's what you feel about me." but it's not true, mm -hmm. then why do I need to have an argument about it? It's it's pointless. It's not going to change anything. So if the person comes up to you and goes, like I said, when I was younger, if someone came up to me and said, um, you're gay, I didn't have a problem with homosexuality and all of that when I was young. So if someone said, oh, you're gay, I go, okay, then. Nowadays, and then I, I think walk that's, away. Yeah, that's a slightly yeah. more different and it's challenging I think it's for young changed now. I think it's changed. a lot more accepting. But that was, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you, what it was like, for you, but it like that was the yeah. general insult 
you know, at the time. Like your daughter, I never had those issues at school. I was the dominant one. I had the oh, outspoken. Yeah, you, you were probably the bully. Yeah. I wasn't a bully per se. I've been accused that I'm a bully here now at this age in my life. And sometimes I accept it because it's not a bully. I don't think a you're a bully. I just think you're very, very... I think I'm just very strong-minded yeah, strong and very straightforward as to what I want and but what I expect. But if you're weak, if you're someone it who's come weak, across as bully. it will come across as... Right, which yeah. is where in the last few years I've had to check myself yeah. on how I approach certain things and how I speak to people because I know I am very strong-minded and mm. sometimes it's really hard. I wouldn't say, I'd say stubborn. I'd even say go as far as say sometimes my arrogance does show. Um, and But yeah, I think I've had to check myself speaking to people. When they've mentioned the B word, I'm just like, yeah. So back in my school days, I wasn't the one that was in a corner. I was more the one that people wanted to be around and be led you by and popular, stuff. Then You were like the queen yeah. Yeah, I think I've kind of kept hold of that title for a bit. <laughs> so, yeah, so I find it, and I know it's a little bit, it's different now, but back in our old school days to what kids are having to experience now, and I, I don't even think Do I'm going to go back We've got, it's funny you talked about bullying. I didn't, I don't think I experienced bullying when I, I, I had like a few things, but I wouldn't call that like, mm ongoing bullying I would I did things that I totally regret now and at the time I didn't see it right but I totally when I look back I'll tell you oh you're such an idiot why did you do that but isn't that you part know, of the learning experience I'll tell you one of the things one of the things I'm most ashamed of and embarrassed it's not one of them there's loads of things I'm ashamed of <laughs> but um, one of the things that I highly regret as a youngster yeah was there was this young lad who was large okay yeah and I used to call him fatty Right. Yeah. And it, to the point that I thought it was his name. I'm not talking like, um, you know, like as an insult. I literally thought his name was Fatty. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how, how thick and stupid I was at the time. And so I, every time I saw him, I called him Fatty and Fatty until, at one, uh, until it came to a point that he obviously went and told the teacher. And the right. The teacher okay. came and told me. And then that was the first time I found out his name, what his real name was. And what was his real name? It was Robert. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and I was really upset because I really liked him. I wasn't like... Okay. I didn't like hate him. I didn't want to attack him. I was just so stupid. And I thought that was his name. Even now when I'm saying it, it sounds so ridiculous. But I'm, I'm owning it and I'm being honest. That's how I thought at the time. And I remember once I was in the swimming pool. This is after I left school. I was in the swimming pool and I was swimming and swimming and I saw him and he said hi to me mm -hmm. and I went hi and I had to check myself Ooh, yeah. and, and change it to Robert. Robert, right, okay. Yeah. That would have been horrible for him. Oh, Can you imagine? So, you would have been mortified as well. I was so angry at myself. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh look, look I'm kids, talking about I, that, I was but... seven, eight years old. But at the point, look, now that I'm looking back at it as an adult, is that I'm starting to think, how did he feel, you know, yes. to have that on him? To for someone that he thought was a friend or saw me as a friend, I'm assuming so because we hang out all the time, mm -hmm. but to constantly call him that, 
I was like, that's such a horrible thing to Yeah, that's the thing, do. though. And uh, with kids, where the kids nowadays, they have no... I can't even say they have no empathy or sympathy or whatever the mm. case may be. Because a lot of them, they're just the way they're grown up. Sometimes they're a product of their environment and what mm. they see their parents do. They'll my follow through and think it's my normal. My parents would have been mortified. You're old school. Yeah. Remember what I said to you at the yeah. start of the conversation. You are old school. We are the older generation of how we grew up. Do you think, I mean, remember, there's an Eddie Murphy skit about black families and if you did something wrong, what your mother used to throw at you or what the parent used to throw yeah. at you and it would find its way. Yeah. I live that. So trust me, no matter what I did, if I did something wrong, whatever was flying around that corner, whether it's a shill, a book or whatever, mm. it would find its target. That's you have the hoops so you can catch yeah, them. Yeah, I can just absolutely, yeah. Just you know. wear them with style. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so nowadays, I think children, one, some of them don't have respect yeah. for their parents. And some of the kids I have seen when I'm walking on the street here and the child has a go at their mother, mm. I'm thinking if that was a black child... And you did that on mm. on the street. Oh my God! You, you can just make sure yeah, that when you, you get you home, get arrested for nowadays. Exactly. Oh, right, let, me, let me ask you a question. Looking back, and I know you love your mum. Mm-hmm. That's without saying, and I know that, and I know it was the product of the time. Yeah. But when you look at the things being chucked at you or the beating that you got, and you definitely had the belt. I mean, I'm looking at you. You definitely. Had oh the belt. yeah, I had belt. Yeah. I had everything. When you look at that. <laughs> Do you look at that as, oh, that was a time? Or do you look at it now, in reality, that you was a small child being beaten by an adult? No, I look at that as a time. Yeah. I think if I look at it now as a small child, we're getting so much mm. into society that we're putting labels on things. Nowadays, mm. you're telling parents that they can't discipline their child. And the child then knows that is well, a no, fact. Well, no, 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 no. Let's get it right. They're not saying you can't discipline the child. They're saying you can't beat them. Which okay. I think is fair. Okay, it, I'm sorry, no. And I, I, I go back to the way I was brought up and how I lived and how I've turned out, okay? I had beatings, don't get me wrong. And I, I, I understand that, yes, nowadays, you know, children look at it or people look at it, oh my God, that is um, child abuse. Child abuse, you cannot hit your child. That is child yeah, abuse. I think that's fair enough. I believe if my child, I am training that child and I'm disciplining and teaching them how to be a better human being, and they leave the confines of my house and they go out and they pick up whatever nonsense yeah, you is don't out need there. To, but my argument is you don't need to beat them. See, well, this is where this is where I disagree with my parents' upbringing because I used to get beat and I used to have the belt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hated it and I hated my parents for it. Mm-hmm. And that's all it taught but me. But why did it you have the belt? To help. Why? I wouldn't be over stupid thing. I remember my mum smacked me around the face. I would. Uh, this is like uh, uh, I love my mum. So don't yeah. Care. But I remember my mum smacked me around the face because she thought I broke my zip mm-hmm. on my coat. So I had a, like a zipper, and um, and basically what happened was she went to zip me up, and the zipper wasn't there. Right. So she thought I broke it and smacked me, mm-hmm. made me cry, mm-hmm. and then we found out that all that happened was the zipper was at the top. Right. Yeah. That's uh, an extreme and circumstance. Then, and then, then she turned to me and said, "Oh, look, if you um, look at what you made me do." I remember she blamed me for yeah. putting the zipper at the top, and that was natural for my parents. You know, my mum, my, my dad hated hitting me. He used to do it, then he stopped. But my mum was typical West Indies. That yeah. the, it was a beating for this, a beating for that, and it got to the point where literally I had to really hold myself back because at one point I was going to 
hit back. Mm. Yeah, I was going to really hit back. I hit back. I hit my mum once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after she hit me. So, the, you know, it wasn't like... But it was just like, like she would get me so angry. Mm. And I I remember I'd everything in me not to fight back. When I look at it now as an adult and understanding that what was being created in that zone, I get that that was how she was brought up. Mm. But it doesn't make it right. I think It doesn't make it... It, like, okay, it doesn't make it right in different points of view. I mean, I wasn't beaten for the sake of being beaten. Oh, yeah. I was beaten because I didn't follow. I was told not to do it and I still kept doing it. Mm. So yes, I got beat because I didn't learn mm. from it. My my Even then, I think my own little arrogance was like, no, nah, my mom's not going to hit me, mm. even though I know I've done wrong. Mm. So it's more of, I think, to the individual parent, and it all depends on the backgrounds from then. I can only speak about my experiences. My mom hit me when I did something wrong. It wasn't a case of just lashing out at me because I was a child and she wanted to show she was the adult. No, it was like, Jennifer, don't do this. Yeah, and I will still go ahead and do it. Two weeks later, I'll do it again. At that point now, her patience level is like, I told you, and you know that Jamaican saying, if you can't hear, you must feel. That's what I always had. I can't, I just can't. And that's fine. Yeah, Every parenting is different. I will never raise my hand on my kids. Mm. You know, I, 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 I scare my kids because I've got a deep voice and I can be very scary when I'm angry. But I will never, ever... But not everybody can be them. like you. That's yeah. my point. No, I get that. But I still wouldn't hit them because I'm an adult. Yes. This is a child. But it de- You know, if okay. you hit in, when you're using physical violence on a child to get them to do what you're saying, what are you teaching them? No, and I think it differs. I mean, this is a whole different topic and a whole different subject. There are so many levels to this conversation because you can look at it and say, first of all, a beating doesn't mean that you're making the, the kid's um, skin split or that it's red. You need to slap a child for them to understand, especially if you have told them continuously, don't do it. That kid is going to push that button. They want to see how far you can go. So you can actually say, you know what? I'm not going to do it. And you'll say it four or five times and they'll still keep doing it. How do you get through that child then? The idea is... you. I, are, I haven't been in that position. Right, to be, exactly. Honestly. And there you have it. And that's yeah. why your opinion will I, always be... I will say that I immediately remember a time when I wanted Kai, my youngest son, to tidy up his room. And he wouldn't tidy up mm. his room. And so I said to him, you're not leaving this room until you tidy it up. And it got to the point where I physically stood in front of the door and said, you're not leaving until you tidy it up. Took an hour and a half Mm -hmm. of me standing there and putting him back in the room and refusing to let him go down. But then after an hour and a half, he tidied up his room. Yeah. You know, and uh, when he saw that I wasn't backing down. And I think that's the difference. When your kid knows that you will not back down, mm-hmm. then they will eventually get the the point, oh, and you're not going to win it. this, yeah? And so the, there was no smacking, there was no violence. Not every child yeah, is the right, same. It took me an hour and a half. Yeah. But for me, it was like, now he knows that I will never back down. And it works to this day because when I tell him to do something... Yeah, and that works for yeah. you. That's what I'm saying. Every child is different. Oh, no, absolutely. Okay? What your son just, did... I'm still not comfortable and that's with the okay idea because you that violence up, is the no, way to do You things. brought up your child different from what you had to All experience. Right, let me ask you a question. Do you see beating as violent? 
It depends. I don't, I think there's different levels of beating. So if you, I've, I've been in situations where in Jamaica, I've seen a mother take a hose pipe, a garden hose to a child's behind. That is violence. That is, and I mean so much that she wasn't even allowing the kid to run away. She literally held the kid down, literally, and was beating with all well, her how, power. How is that different from the belt? Right. Now, that's the thing. I would never, this is what I'm saying to you, so it all depends differently. For me, and I have godchildren, and I know the godparents are listening, and I've always mentioned to them, make you sure you understand. If you ask me to be the godparent of your child, if that child doesn't listen and steps out of line, I will smack the child. And it could be, I never smack a child around the face. That's just rude, and that's disrespectful. And that is going to leave lots and lots of... So therapists are going to need to treat the kid. I will smack the child in the butt. I will hold out their hand. I'll smack them in their hand. I will never use a object. And that's the difference. Mm -hmm. Because for me, there's a level. Yes, you're right. There is a, a line between violence. That woman holds in that child with that, that hose pipe. That was violence. The kid was no more than about five or six. Mm. That was insane. That is child abuse. Yeah. If she had actually said to the kid, you know what, come here. And why did you do that? And the kid didn't listen and kept doing it. Hold out your hand. Bam. That's it. When I say hit a child, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about stripping them See, the skin. So, so for me, it's about that. When I look at that situation that you just described. Yeah. About the beating. That is, to me, is an adult losing control. Absolutely. And when they lose control, that's when you don't know that, that, that you have to constantly remind yourself that this is a child, this is a young yes. person who doesn't understand how the world works. You are an adult, and whatever you do to that child, mm -hmm. where you're in your mind like you might smack them, but to that child, that is someone... That is that is abuse, that is yeah. someone coming and, at and them. And that's the bit that I... Like, I'm, not I'm not a perfect dad. Mm. You know, I, I, I love my kids a bit. I've made mistakes. I've said the wrong words. I've sworn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I try not to. I don't, you, you very rarely hear me swear, but I try not to swear in general. Mm. But sometimes you get angry and the odd thing comes out. Yeah. You know, and I regret it. And I don't want to do that in front of my kids. I want to lead by example. But when it comes to the belt and the bike, where I'm coming from is remembering how much I hated my parents. Yeah. Where I would physically wish harm on them so that's your childhood yeah. and therefore that is proven to have grown with you over the years so yeah that so you're i will right. not i don't want that from my kids and that's what i'm saying everybody's different i yeah. didn't have what you had i didn't i got into trouble because i was a natural troublesome child i know that i'm looking at you and i'm thinking <laughs> really I, oh, yes. I don't see that at all oh no i yeah. was a natural troublesome child because I have this, this, and I think as I've grown older, my arrogance has kept in, and this is one of the things. I believe if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. You're not going to tell me not to. So my mom had to struggle all the time. So that's how I got beating. So I know that. You know what the <laughs> other thing I noticed about you? What's that? Is trying to get you to shut up when we come to yeah, the that, end of that the podcast. Yeah, that never happens. Yeah, that just don't. That <laughs> and we don't have happen. come to the end of the podcast. <laughs> And it's great. We've got, we've got to continue this discussion because there's loads of things coming Oh, there's out. a whole different level yeah. to that. But, uh, <laughs> but that, wow, that went all over the place. 
while we were discussing that, I was kept thinking, well, I need to say, change the subject to something a bit more fun. And even when I changed it to something more fun, we all... Can't. We have good conversations yeah. because a lot of the topics we and, and, touch Anyway, on. I'm stopping you now because I know what's going to happen now. I know we're going to go off and do another... We have come to an end. Okay, this fine. This is the end of the podcast. Oh, God, that was we, too much fun. I missed that. Right. Oh, okay. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, guys. Uh, remember to take care of yourself <laughs> and each other. Until the next time. And do something to make someone smile. See you next time.